Welcome to Act Two by Choosing Him Ministries with Tisha Janes and Andrew Pate, a place where life stories are told, encouragement is shared, and hope is found. Hello, and welcome to Act Two, a podcast by Choosing Him Ministries. My name is Andrew Pape, and this is your host, Tisha Janes. Good morning and welcome. We're glad to have you with us this morning. Um, as you know, our podcast, Act Two, is about sharing stories. It's about sharing our journeys, where, we're, where we've been, where we're going, the times we've had to start over, taking our messes and do a redo. Um, but mostly it's about sharing God in the midst of them and how he has worked through them. So as every time you log on and every week that we have a different uh, guest on here, that is our goal is to share our journeys with each other to give hope and encouragement. So we can't do that without being willing to share our own struggles and our journeys um, and being transparent and because we ultimately we want God to get the glory for our good times, for our bad times, and um, want you to see him. So this morning, you are going to get to hear from Andrew Pape. Andrew has been in the middle of Hello. some <laughs> hard struggles, and <clears throat> not just, I mean, you're not new to hard struggles, but has no. been a struggle, a journey, as most of us have been throughout our entire life. With, um, But this season right now is a very special one, and a unique one. It's different. It <laughs> is different, um, and not one that we all will walk, but her response is one that we will all can choose. So welcome, Andrew Pate, this morning. Thanks. And tell us a little bit about your story and how God has really shown up. Yeah, in a huge way. Okay, so for those of you who do not know me uh, personally, I have um, a congenital heart issue that I was born with, and um, it has kind of morphed into cardiomyopathy. About six years ago, I was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy, which is the weakening of the heart muscle. And um, that was a lot of news in and of itself to handle at the time, but it was good in the fact that my heart muscle stabilized. Like it, it did decrease, but it did not decrease to the point my, um, I guess my everyday activities weren't hindered. So that was really good. Um, and then enter this lovely season that we have all been having of, of COVID and trying to stay healthy through that. And so um, I did get a vaccine and uh, still managed to catch COVID. I think pretty sure is the Delta variant, but um, caught that about a month and a half ago. And the complications from having COVID uh, caused my heart to go into complete heart failure. I had to go into the hospital, had a lot of fluid, like nurses were amazed at how much fluid was around my uh, heart and lungs. So were the doctors, but um, they gave me medicine and heart failure medicine. And it, it definitely helped a lot uh, and got me to a point where I was able to come home. Um, that being said, I will now be starting the journey of getting on the heart transplant list and which is a lot to say out loud mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot it's been a lot over the past week and a half um it's been a roller coaster we've had some days where we think oh my gosh like i'm gonna have to be on the transplant list tomorrow and then the next day it's like no i think you have time and so um god has shown up in amazing ways just with the ability to have peace in all of this and the ability to to see the little miracles in and of it, like the miracle of, you know, I, I kept thinking like, I was just not recovering well from COVID. Like, oh, this is just, you know, this is how everybody does it. And um, I finally spoke with a doctor who was like, you need to go to the emergency room now. And um, I'm so 
thankful for that doctor and so thankful for that direction because I do feel like God was in that detail um, getting me to Emory and um, then Emory being able to get the fluid off of my lungs and off of my heart and um, it, it, it was something that I think it could have gone either way. And so I feel like I really do cling to those little miracles in each situation of God showing up and saying, okay, well, you know, I, I may be in heart failure, but I at least get to go home. I get to go home. I get to kind of pace this differently. You know, I, I've heard of some people who go into the hospital and they don't leave until they get a heart. And I am so very blessed and, and thankful that God has allowed me some time to kind of reconcile this in my brain and, and see that, that I have time to kind of get things in order before this big event happens. And honestly, I mean, we don't, we don't even know when that's going to happen. I, I'm still very much trusting God in, in all of this. And I think over the overwhelming response from friends and family has just been, you know, like, what can we do? How can we pray? Like, you know, like, I know you're scared I, and I am, I'm, I'm scared. It's, it's a, it's an overwhelming thing, but at the same time, I have this overwhelming peace that, that God's okay with us being scared. It just is like, it's, it's just not a lack of faith. If you're scared, it's not a lack of trust in God. It's a lack of, of, you know, we have finite brains. We can't, we can't imagine life different than here. And so like, we want to stay on this earth as long as possible, even though I will any given day be like, oh, I wish Jesus would come back. Cause I do, I wish it all the time. I'm like, that would be great. But you know, the reality is, is nobody likes change. And I say it all the time. Like if the second coming were to happen today, if God literally were to come and gather everyone up to, to send, uh, you know, believers to be with him, I'd be hiding under a rock. I'd be so scared. Tisha, I'd be so scared. <laughs> Like, and, and, and God would be over there going, it's okay. Just give her a minute. It takes Andrew a minute. Andrew, <laughs> it takes Andrew a minute to adjust to things. She's fine. She's fine. She'll walk it off. She'll be okay. And that's just, that's my personality always has been. Um, and I think that. I think he'll just come for you first. So you're not scared. <laughs> and the rest of us will come after you. He'll be like, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, come here. here. Like he won't come from the, he'll come from like the side, like, sure again. come over here. Like, I just, that's always been my personal. I am very type A. I want to know exactly what's going to happen. And, and in this situation, there is no knowing what's going to happen next. And, and God has given me just an overwhelming piece about that, that it's okay to be scared that he is with us and that he is with us in this journey. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot to take in. I mean, I hate talking about myself, but it's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. I can't even imagine. And I am just your friend here who's been praying fervently and scared with you and walking as much as I can. And I'm still not and will ever be in your shoes. And I can't imagine. What was it like when you were in the hospital? Because, you know, like most everybody right now, your loved ones there alone. You did get to have Ryan with you for mm -hmm. a little bit, but what was going on? in your brain as you're there alone, what are you thinking about and what, yeah, sorry, I'm crying. Into no, your, you're your not. Thoughts no, here, but. I mean, again, I really do say it was a, a God thing. I think God really shielded my, my emotions 
um, because, you know, as you know, right now, if you go to the emergency room, you, you're just dropped off at the door. I mean, and it's, it's, you can't have anybody sit with you. You know, there's no reason for them to sit in the parking lot. You can't go out and wait with them. Once you're in, you have to stay. And so, um, I was overwhelmed and scared. Um, but the first doctor I saw was like, this is not a problem. Like, yes, you have fluid on your lungs, but this is fluid overload. And, and this, this has happened with other COVID patients and we're going to get you right as rain. And, you know, they immediately took me in and, and, you know, kind of took me in with this understanding of saying, this is only going to be maybe a day, day and a half, and then you're going to be out. And so God allowed me just to kind of, he was very gracious with me to let me absorb it a little at a time um, because I was alone. And so I was alone and the doctor said, oh, it's okay, it'll only be a couple of days. And then I get in there and they did initially put me on the COVID unit, um, the hall that they had for COVID patients because, because I had COVID because uh, my nasal swab tested positive for COVID even though I think like, I think my blood sample came back negative. So the infectious disease doctor eventually moved me to um, the cardiac unit. And so once I was there, I was allowed to have a visitor. Um, and, you know, I think right now it's so hard for nurses to, to watch their patients go through this because they were so gracious about it. Like they were like, you know, we don't know it could change any minute and we're not always supposed to have people up here, but we're going to let your husband come. And I think, again, that was so a God thing. Yeah because I, I was going to get news that I didn't know was coming and God knew it was coming. Yeah. And he, and he tendered those nurses hearts mm -hmm. so that I could have someone with me when, when I was told. And, and it was, it was very gloom and doom. I will say if they came in basically like you on death door, baby girl, <laughs> start, start getting your things in order. Cause you're going to need a transplant like tomorrow. And, um, <laughs> It was like, I just literally, I, I like had a crime meltdown. I mean, obviously yeah. like what, do, when do you not? And, um, they were doing a catheterization the next day, uh, to kind of confirm what the doctor, uh, already thought she was an amazing doctor. Um, and she just, I told her at the very beginning, I said, your eyes do not lie. Like I, mm -hmm. Like you, what I see in your eyes is that this is not okay. And she, she just kind of like laughed and put her head down. And she goes, yeah, she was like, if what I'm expecting to see tomorrow, then this is not good. And, um, it's hard. It was hard hearing that. It was just hard. It was hard, um, taking that all in again. Another place where I feel like God showed up in a huge way is that he, the, um, the procedure got pushed off a day. It literally, it was scheduled. It was scheduled. Everything was ready. They were going to take me at 12 o'clock the next day and 12 o'clock came and passed. One o'clock came and passed. Two o'clock came and passed. And the doctor came and she goes, I don't know what happened. Like you were on the list and now they have you scheduled for tomorrow. And she was like, you know, I'm, she's apologizing because you know, I hadn't been able to eat, you know, since midnight the night before and I'm starving, but I was so thankful for it because it gave my body just even more time to flush the fluids and kind of get reset. And I really do feel like that was a God thing that he really orchestrated that, that, you know, 
so that my body had more time to heal because when they did finally do the catheterization uh, the following day, it, it, she said her numbers were a lot better than I anticipated. And so it was, it was, it was huge. And I'm very thankful. I, I do feel like, and I know Tisha and I were talking via text message during the whole thing. And, and you were saying the same thing, you know, this could just be, you know, God is just giving your body more time. And I fully, fully believe that. Um, but yeah, so we are now at home with heart failure meds, not extreme measures, which is another, I mean, for anyone who knows, excuse me, anything about transplants for hearts, like there's different steps that you can do. One's something called an LVAC. And it's, it's a, it's a device that they implant into your heart and it, it comes out with wires and you have to carry around the battery and it, it manually pumps your heart. And that idea was knocked around the first night. And I like, I, I was oh, well. so scared. And yeah. like, I just, and for anyone who's listening that might be in this situation right now, you're, you're the bravest person that I've ever met. Like, I, I would love to meet you and talk it through because I, it was the most terrifying thing to think about going home with a battery, battery, literally pumping my heart and, and wires and, and things that I was just not used to. And so again, I feel like God showed up in a huge way to, to not allow me to have to go through that. Like, I'm so Absolutely. thankful. Like, and I think just with everyone else, you know, not everyone who's listening to this podcast is a transplant on the, on a transplant list or, or needing, a, a, an organ to, to survive. But if there's one overarching theme that I can just take away from this is the fact that God, God's got your situation. Like I never saw this coming. I, I really, I mean, even now, I mean, you know, I know listeners can't see me, but those who can see me on the YouTube channel, like I don't look like I need a heart transplant. Like, <laughs> no, I, I look pretty good. I'm not like, I'm you're not looking saying, good today, girl. Yeah, I'm yes. not saying that like I'm yeah. ready for like the Milan runway or anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying like I, I look pretty decent and nobody would look at you and say you look sick. Right. And, and so there are hundreds and hundreds of us out there struggling with things that people can't see, mm-hmm. struggling with anxiety, struggling with depression, struggling with you know, demons that no one else can see, but you know, who does see those is God. He sees them and he will step in that gap. Christ will step in that bridge and he will stand in front of you and battle those battles for you. And, and it doesn't always look the way we want. And it doesn't always feel the way we want. But when you go back to scripture over and over again, you know, God's got this. He says in his word, he has this, and he's going to battle it for you. And I'm just very thankful right now that I am able to rest and let him battle it for me. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what this future is, but I know God has it. He does. And that's one reason why we are recording today mm-hmm. and it's not going to be released today. No, um, it will be further. And no, we don't know. Might be a lot to happen between now and when this podcast gets released. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But it was very important to Andra and to me for us mm-hmm. to get this recorded today. Yes. Um, because you probably will get a follow up at some point on you know from this as well. But 
just to be able to right now to say, this is what's going on where God is working yes. and we are going to choose to look for him and watch him work yes. because it's not a matter of if he is working or not, exactly. it's how and where yes. and all around you, he's covered you yes. with lots of yes. prayers, lots of people. I mean, if, if they, I did everything I could to try to get up there to the hospital to see, you know, I'll bring you four nuggets. I know you like four nuggets. Like I'll come up with <laughs> the back door, <laughs> like, whatever. you're so special to so many people thank you and it's such a joy but that you are so faithful to share God's love and his truthfulness and his faithfulness to all of us and we're able to see he's entrusted you with this journey and it's a hard journey it's a hard journey it's a scary journey it is it is but he's there with you but he is and I I fully believe he is and I don't know what this end looks like I don't know what I don't know what it's all going to, how it's going to play out or what it's going to look like, but I do know that God is in control of this as is he in control of all of you. And I just, I I really cannot take that home enough. Like for all of us listening that whatever you're battling, be it something big that everyone sees or something so intimate to your own heart that only you acknowledge it, whatever he is, he's battling those things. Just take them to him, lay them at his feet. And if you have to pick it up every day and lay it back down, that's fine. He does not expect us to be perfect in these journeys. Like I, I've had moments where I'm crying hysterical. I mean, this is not like just a, you know, God hands me a really big diagnosis and I'm like, yes, this is great. Cause God has it. It's just not that way. I mean, you just, you cry and you talk it out with God and you, you, pray even when your prayers are hitting the ceiling and you don't even feel like they're reaching. God understands that. And there were times in the hospital where I wouldn't even pray. I would just feel like, I'm like, Christ, you gotta, you gotta like, Holy spirit, you gotta step in there for me. Like you've got to, um, interpret this because I can't even put words on my emotions right now. And he is faithful. He'll listen. And he hears what your heart says. Well, thank you for bringing us along on this journey. You're welcome. I guess we'll be one of many. Um, so I hope so yeah. because it's just really important to share, not only when we finally have all of our act together, but to be vulnerable enough in the in middle between. of our journey. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of us were like, oh yeah, I'll share it when everything looks pretty again. Right. I think when I'm on the other side of it, right. because we want to put the right filters on it. You know, we want everybody to think I've done everything right, right. along on the journey. Exactly. The most powerful ones are when we're in the middle of it and when we mess up and when we try to take it back from God and when you do this tug of war of God wanting it saying give it to me and you're like okay but no 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 remember I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to let it go yeah exactly and that's and we all relate to that yes no matter what situation we're in so, um we thank you and um I know our team is praying fervently for you thank you our listeners whenever you hear this please continue to lift Andra up and um, there's a journey ahead, but it's yes. going to be a good one. It is. And we're going to keep you guys updated and we're just going to take this as God gives it to us. Yeah. So yes. uh, one thing you and I were sharing earlier about was, um, you know, how do we get to a point when we're in something major crisis mode where you can find that peace mm-hmm. of where God is. And, um, I was studying earlier today about Elijah and how, when Elijah was on Mount Carmel and he had to, you know, he was battling with the other prophets of the false mm-hmm. prophets. Um, his Mount Carmel day where God brought the fire down and consumed everything was a, what we use in the 
social media world now, the reels, right? The yeah. highlight reel. <laughs> okay. Right. That was his highlight reel of his life. But there was so much that led up to that prep time. So much of one-on-one time where he can't right. speak, where you ask the Holy Spirit to intercede. Right. So many times of that constant struggle between you and God and your walk in your faith of God building up that relationship yes. that happens way before yes. that highlight reel happens exactly. in your life. Exactly. You know, there's been so much of your journey in your life that God has the hard things to do on for you long, way before your heart issue. Right. You know? That um, God has used to develop your relationship with him first and foremost. Absolutely. Absolutely. You didn't have to scramble right now for strength. No, you knew where to go to. Exactly. And I mean, I, you guys, y'all haven't been on our journey forever, but Tisha and I used to work together a long time ago. And I, I went through some valleys where I would show up on Tisha's like door at her office and be like, okay, this is horrible. My life is over. And like, you know, she was I like, returned the favor. She, okay, whatever. <laughs> she was a much gracious, much more gracious friend than she probably should have been. And like, I, but you're right. I, I feel like every single journey you go through in life is a, it can either be a faith builder or it can be a faith buster. And you've got to figure out who you're going to put your faith in. And if you put it in God, it's going to be a faith builder. It just is. And I'm lucky that I'm lucky that God has uh, given me a chance to, to relearn that over and over again. So that these moments are not quite as hard as they once were. So you've got a lot bank. You've got a lot yeah, of faithfulness. Well. Yeah. Well, I may tap out at some point too. And like, God will renew it then. And And, and that's okay too. Exactly. He's big enough. God to handle that. He is. So our anger, our fears. Yes. Doesn't doesn't change who he is. No, it does not. So yeah. Okay. Until then we will hear our our next one with Andrew soon. And so whatever it is and your next act, whatever act two is coming your way, own it, surrender it, share it. And let God use it. Mm -hmm. Take care. Bye you guys.